Hey guys, welcome back to the Chismos Gouda podcast, where every week, well, maybe every couple weeks, Gina and I walk you through the true crime encrypted cases that we've researched for your benefit. So grab your drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. And we're back! Cool! Hey guys, welcome back. It's not just me this time. Gina's back. I'm here! Sorry y'all, I have been uh, buried under legal textbooks for the last few months, mm-hmm. um, but I'm alive. <laughs> so uh, a big thank you to Belle for, you know, keeping this going while I've been uh, dying in the, the law school's library. But um, <laughs> enough of that. I want to, let's just not, let's not talk about law school right now. Um, I'm excited to be back y'all. Uh, so what's new with you, Belle? What's going on? Uh, not a lot, man. Uh, I'm tired. I only had one <laughs> cup of coffee today. I um, feel like I'm running on empty. My last solo episode, um, I think I mentioned to you, a couple people did tell me I sounded pretty sad without you. And I, don't, I wasn't sad. It was just like I couldn't. There's only so far my personality can go when I'm talking to myself. You I know mean, what I mean? I, I would hope that's the case. Like, I, I don't want to have to be enriching <laughs> conversation with myself. Like, I, you know, if I start to answer myself, I think there's going to be issues there. Yeah. yeah that's so. Okay. So this episode, uh, you're going to kind of take over. Yes, yeah. this is gonna this can be a, a little fun one. Um, I think a lot of us probably have heard about it before, and for those who have not, well then uh, buckle in because it's kind of creepy. So, yeah, for sure. I'll just interject, and then we'll catch up a little bit at the end. So, go ahead. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the Island of the Dolls in Mexico, or La Isla de las Muñecas. So. This island is actually in Xochimilco. And basically to get to this island, you have to go through like various canals. Uh, you have to basically hire somebody to get you there. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing about this island or behind this island was that there is a, a gentleman by the name of, here, so I don't want to misquote it, um, Don Julian Santana. So Don Julian, he was for some reason, around the area of this island, and he came across a little girl who was floating in the water, and she had she had drowned. So he tried to save her, and unfortunately, he couldn't save her. Um, so because of this, he had he had mourned her loss. He felt that it was you know, partly his fault that he couldn't you know help her or, or you know try and save her life. So he hung a doll in uh, in honor of her. Well, there's claims that. Something had driven him to go mad and to begin hanging dolls all over this island. And he started to notice that these dolls were being possessed by not only the little girl's spirit, but other little girl's spirits. And they would start to whisper and their eyes would move or close. Some would even like get up from their spot and start walking around apparently. Mm, and it was very big. Yeah, exactly, right? So it's become a very big tourist destination. Um, People will go by, they'll bring new dolls, but there are so many different cases where just people have been either touched, scratched, uh, spirits start growling, these dolls will start to give off a menacing vibe. Um, And it's just, it's crazy in my opinion. I mean, we all have this weird kind of fear of dolls, at least I do. I have a cousin who collects porcelain dolls. And oh, I'm I like, hate those things. Like, oh. why would you, 
why would you do that? So think about that. You know, these cute little porcelain, not cute, but like, <laughs> I don't like porcelain dolls. But what's meant to be cute, right? What's like... meant to be cute, what's meant to be like childlike and whatnot, but they're just covered in filth and they're all ragged and they just look like just completely torn apart, mutilated dolls that are hanging from trees. Like, it's just, it's eerie. This whole island is covered in dolls. Yeah, I found some pictures and I'll put some on our uh, Instagram. But so a lot of these, not all of them, but a lot of these are just hanging from their neck. And I'm assuming it's because it's just the easiest point to tie them from, right? Like one of the most narrow parts or structurally sound parts, I guess. But I guess it the weathering like of them, like it looks like something out of a horrible fucking horror movie. Oh, no, it's 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 pretty like. Y'all need to look at this. I can't wait to post these photos because it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And if you do want to visit this island, it is completely possible for you to do so. Um, again, it's located in Xochimilco. It's uh, 17 miles south of the center of Mexico City. And the best way to get there is to leave from Embarcadero. Um, and it's four hours round trip and costs anywhere from $1,400 to Mexico or roughly $75 US dollars. Um, keep an eye out for some of the wildlife during your boat trip. Commonly seen creatures include pelicans, kingfishers, egrets, and several species of water snakes. So one of the cool things, or what I think is cool, one of the, I guess, the more um, notorious legends behind this island, though, is that, and something that I'm going to touch on in a future episode, mm -hmm. but they say that these canals are guarded by spirits and that these spirits in the canals uh, have lured people in. And they're the dolls themselves are the spirits of the people who have been killed by the guardians of the canal. So hmm. interesting. And in other readings, as far as the, the tale of Don Julian goes, it's said that, and this is even creepier, actually. So he's maintained the island for about 50 years. That's something I forgot to take uh, to take into account to let y'all know. So he maintained the island for 50 years, um, continuously adding dolls. He left his home. He lived on the island, surrounded by dolls. He would give tours. He was there for a very long time. It wasn't, unfortunately, what ended up happening is that he was found deceased in the same spot that the little girl had died he had also drowned the one the one that he found mm -hmm. oh that, that started the whole thing to begin with so he had mentioned how the river would call to him and like how the dolls were like speaking to him and not all of them were i guess good spirits there were a lot of very malicious spirits too so a lot of people say that the river took him back. So there are a lot of legends aside from actual spirits in the rivers, but there's some legends that involve mermaids um, or like sirens that'll bring people into the rivers and kind of steal their souls and eat Dang. them. <laughs> That's dark. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really creepy. Um, but yeah. So what do you what do you think about this whole doll thing, Bill? Do you have any experience with dolls? <laughs> I don't. Um, you know, my sister, uh, Ruby, when we were 
well, we were both younger. She was a little, she's eight years older than I am, so she was older at the time. But she used to have these porcelain dolls, and we shared a room, and, and basically hers. But uh, I don't know if you remember at all. There was like porcelain dolls on top of like her bed frame, and they were dressed in like antique shit, like that little hats, little ruffles, and I hate I never, how they like they have to do that with the porcelain dolls. Like, why why do they have to look like just extra creepy that way? I don't know. I I get it. Like I I understand like the the appeal to like older generations. My sister's only eight years older than I am, and I'm like, no, no, that's it's creepy. I don't like it. Um, I've never had any experience with like a doll floating or like I thought my doll was possessed or something. Um, it, but this island, yeah, it's it the pictures and like the story behind it. So the little research I did um, just in a few minutes of you talking. Um, it turns out that, uh, what was his name? Don Julian? Mm -hmm. uh, it says, I don't know if this is true or not. I need to verify it. He abandoned his family mm -hmm. and then went out, uh, and he was an alcoholic. So he made some sort of beverage from like fermented sap of an agave plant. Um, okay. totally possible. Right. Um, and it, it there's, it says... He started preaching the Bible around town, and eventually the sector expelled him, and he remained on his island. And I guess that's where he found that little girl. Yeah. Um, which, did anyone ever see this? Like, was she buried anywhere? Like, and that's, did, that's, did that's people visit? That, that's one of the things that you don't see. Like, her grave isn't there. It's just her, I guess, she's honored by these dolls, but there's no grave there. There is no, she wasn't buried there. And in all the sources that I've looked through, mm -hmm. they, they don't really say anything about where she was placed or where she was put or what had happened with her or her body. So, so for all we know, it could just be a story. It could be. It could be it this, could be this, you know, story from a dude who was just drunk and and uh, losing his mind. Yeah, but sometimes those drunken bastards tell the fucking truth. And it's, that's why we don't believe them, because they're drunken bastards. <laughs> but there, there's also this, this thing that those who are affected by the spirit world, they usually look for those who are hurting the most and will mm -hmm. allow those spirits to come in or those negative energies to come in because they're already, they're there. Assertive negative energies. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Caesar. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, th I think that's definitely true. Dominant energies. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think that's really prevalent uh, in like a Latino culture. Um, my, my mom, so... I don't know if I told it's been a while since we had an episode together, but um, when all this stuff started happening with the abortion ban in Texas, and um, so it's really funny because it was well, not funny, but I think the episode before all this happened, so before Abbott like signed all this shit into motion, yeah. um, I think I mentioned the documentary Hail Satan, and then yeah. all this stuff hit. So I think it's funny how that worked out. Anyway, I ended up joining or became a member of the Satanic Temple just to donate because they were fighting it, right? I told my mom and she she has that mentality where it's like uh you're opening up your life to the door yeah and i'm like i'm not inviting anyone in i'm literally donating money to a political cause but that's okay i get why she thinks like that like i said earlier yeah it's really prevalent in our culture but there is a huge i think there's a reason why people believe that because it's true i i, I believe it you know um I, I believe that if you if you do only focus on the negative energies in life, and of, of course you're going to be that magnet for it, whether it mm -hmm. be supernatural or, or real, um, 
if you're in a really rough spot, you might just attract, you know, the wrong type of person. Who's not to say that the wrong spirit might also be magnetized to you because of that negative energy that you're exuding. So who knows? This guy just might have opened himself up as this portal for all these spirits to just like wreak havoc on because he was just so distraught and in a horrible place. And he left his family and he went mad on this island and just collected all these dolls and he just hung them up yeah made it like a sanctuary for this little girl and then he dies under mysterious circumstances and he's not like found in like this deep patch of water either bell he's like in this little like like on the shore mm -hmm. face down the same way she was i feel like that's that's more likely uh like especially if he's a drunk right like he probably yeah. Got drunk, fell asleep, face Double down, over. drowned. Yeah, drowned in like an inch of water. Like it happens. And who knows? Yeah. Um, but who? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? There's all these. I feel like the the atmosphere around him maybe made him go a little darker, and maybe did welcome some, you know, negative um, energies into his life. Because can you imagine just being on that island with like all these dolls that are decaying, hanging in trees, and that's fucking that's dark and it, gets okay, so it started oh. as something that was as like a what like a something like a meant to honor that little girl exactly and okay. it, it gets worse so like everything else it, once you open the doors to the public and you start taking money uh greed gets involved you start kind of like eh, you know like it, it starts becoming like a shit show mm -hmm. so more and more people were coming to the island and bringing dolls that they've already performed like rituals with or even performing rituals on that island um whether it be satanic or otherwise so again there's that energy like that energy focus if you're going to go ahead and focus all of this negative energy on this one spot this one little island who's not to say that it leaves an impression there and that it could just get you know even crazier even darker mm -hmm. so more and more people have been visiting the island for that purpose just to to have that little that little opened you know gateway of that negative energy or just to add to it so it's That's... they're super ominous um one of the interesting things too if you all ever want to see a, a documentary on this i actually found one uh it is called la isla de las muñecas and it was made in 1998. it actually revolves around don julian so mm-hmm so it basically goes through his life as he's living on the island. Um, and it's just kind of like a day-to-day -day thing. It's, it's literally like a documentary about him and that island. It's, I mean, for anyone to, to, to do that, and it's just, there's one thing about collecting dolls, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, people are like, eh, it's, a little, it's a little weird, but this is a literal island of like decaying dolls. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it's even eerier. So there's yeah. that. And there's also been other appearances through Hollywood. Uh, one, one of my favorite was actually from Ghost Adventures. Uh, are you, do you, do you remember Ghost Adventures? I do. Uh, same sister. Ruby loved that fucking show. I think we, like, low key, we all had like a really big crush on Zach Bagans. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it was just that, that time, that era, that super douchey, flashy shirt, like that Chris Angel kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, mm, it's just yes. that. Just, uh, I look back now. I'm like, why? Why? Anyway. So <laughs> this guy, uh, Zach Bagans decides to take a haunted ass doll. Like not just like this. This has been <laughs> this this doll has been like recorded on multiple occasions as being haunted, 
-hmm. it's known as Harold the Haunted Doll. So he takes his damn cursed doll to the island. And he just starts to like poke and instigate and start shit with the spirits on this island and the other dolls. And like this doll literally like every time it's been passed down from person to person, whoever it's been passed down to either friends or relatives have all died in freak accidents in the most horrific ways because uh, of this doll. And they all, and yeah. And the whole origin of this doll is that one day, you know, some person put it up on sale on eBay, someone bought it and it just, you know, it was, it was advertised as like a, a haunted doll. So like, oh, haunted doll eBay, of course. Uh, let me just add that to cart and buy that real quick, right? Well, oh my God. Yeah. So the person who bought it was like, screw this, I'm putting this thing up for sale. And it just, it was advertised as a cursed doll. So it became a thing on eBay where they were just, this doll was just switching hands. And everyone who was involved with this doll ended up somehow being cursed by it. So, so Bagans take this, takes this doll that he's acquired because he likes to, you know, acquire haunted stuff because he's got a museum in Vegas now. If y'all ever want to visit that, hmm. that's a thing. Uh, you can see the doll there. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to, but yeah. um, takes the doll there and he ends up becoming affected by affected. And y'all can't see this, but there's air quotes being said, affected by the spirits on the island. And uh, he ends up with, like getting bruised and he, he starts feeling faint and all this other stuff. It's super dramatized, but it's just, it, for me, you know, for the Hollywood perspective of it, it looks fake as fuck. Right? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, come on. There's like somebody with like a string, like making a fucking doll like laugh or like cry or something, right? Mm -hmm. But why would you want to stir the pot to begin with? Like, what, what is with this guy? Why does he, what is, what is, why? <laughs> you know, yeah, but some people love doing that. And it's like, well, and interestingly enough, I feel like those are never the people that like suffer the, the repercussions of their actions. It's always like the innocent per person in the room and the demon's like, you're easy. Boom. <laughs> no thank you <laughs> yeah um, so yeah that's the that's that's that bagans that's one of the, the crazier things that has I guess occurred on the island that you know has been present in Hollywood and so to talk a little more about different dolls too um, if you all mm -hmm. want to do some cool research on different cursed dolls there's Robert the cursed doll and Annabelle <laughs> Annabelle. Um, oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So how much how much heat did you get from that Annabelle movie series? You know, a lot. And I, this is my favorite like story. I went to I hadn't seen it yet. when the first one came out. Um, let me give you a little background first. Okay, and you know this more than anyone because my brother's a dickhead. He loves my dad. <laughs> dickhead. He's gonna be like, um, really. I know. He. Um, yeah. My name was not popular growing up. Like I never met anyone that had my name. Uh, elementary school, especially like middle school, I never met anyone. High school. I think um, that's all I know. That's yeah. Cool. So I think there was one movie that came out when I was in, in elementary school, and it was called Annabelle's Wish, and it was about a cow on like a farm. <laughs> yeah. I remember so, that movie. It was super fucking cute. It was a really cute movie, but see, I was a fat kid. And this in the hands of my brother, who was a dickhead, like I said. He just let me, he was like, look, they made a movie about you. I hated it. Oh, so no. that was, yeah, that was, whatever. I got, whatever. I got, over, I got over it, got older, not a big deal. So once Annabelle movie came out and it was about a haunted doll, I was like, oh God. And everyone loved it. And anyway, so my, one of my favorite experiences, I hadn't seen it yet. And I went to pick up an order at IHOP 
like I just called it in for pickup, whatever. I went in and there was like this teenage um, hostess, right, working. And she was like, oh, yeah, how can I help you? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm here to pick up an, uh, an order. She's like, under what name? I'm like, under Annabelle. And she was like, oh, my God. Nombre way. That's so crazy. Oh, like she had the big fake acrylic nails. Like she still had braces. Like she had the lip liner and like everything. Like she looked exactly how I'm making her sound. Um, and like her, she like she got the cook to come over. She's like, guess who this is for, Annabelle? And I was like, ah, ah, okay. Oh, I was like, cool. She's like, have you seen it? And she didn't even let me answer. She's like, you need to see it. You need it's so good. And I was like, okay, cool. So this far down the line, there's like three of them, four of them. I don't know. I think there's three of them. Let's see. Let's just let's look on the Google machine because we have one of those, right? Annabelle. Yeah. It's funny because they spell it like how you spell your name too. It, there's three. So there's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've seen them all because I love uh, those Conjuring movies and I, 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 I've sat down and watched them all in order because I love them. I like them. They're not amazing, but I like them. So that Annabelle, and I want to say it was a Raggedy Ann doll. Not yes. the one they use in the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to your doll story. I'm sorry, I ended. No, no, no. That's that was the whole point for us to talk about the different doll experiences because creepy doll islands, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, the the whole Annabelle Raggedy Ann doll thing. Um, I I refuse to watch any of the Conjuring movies. This blows my fucking mind. I don't understand. <laughs> you need to. I, you and I, I will do it. I we have to. I don't do scary movies. Um, yeah. It's a, it's real tough for me, y'all. It's really, really tough. I know I said that I was gonna take the challenge and start watching scary, scary movies and doing that thing. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, you know, I was quickly like, aborted that mission. <laughs> quickly, quickly. I was like, I can't do this. Turns out more chicken shit than I thought. So, but uh, I actually had a conversation with uh, one of our followers, um, and it was, it was involving how he was a really big fan of. Um, Michael Myers mm -hmm. and or was it Jason? No, it was Jason. Just kidding. Um, I was a really big fan of that whole, you know, the whole series and whatnot. And, and I was like, yeah, well that was, that was horror. And he went on to say that a, a other different series that he liked were like the Saw movies. I can't take that. Like I can't do the Saw movies. And there, there's a point behind this, but for me, I feel like horror has completely diverged. It's gone from actual horror back, like, you know, Friday the 13th. Um, you know, you had the Jason movies. You had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I mean, even The Exorcist. That was like chef's kiss. That, that to the, I had to watch that movie in two parts. Mm, I did. <laughs> I did. I, had, I stopped halfway. I was like, this is a lot. This is a lot for a 16-year-old to consume. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit pause and during the day finish this because I can't now. Well, anyway. I feel like movies now rely more on the jump scare or gore to really get you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think we've mentioned this in prior episodes, maybe. Um, it's more, it's, uh, what were those movies called? Um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. They were like VHS. It was something, it was like. Oh, um, um, it's, um, 
And it's gonna, it's gonna, I don't wanna Google that. I don't wanna Google that. I thought the same thing. I'm gonna Google it. And the little person monitoring is gonna be like, red flag. Hey. <laughs> um, it'll, it'll probably come to us again right now. It's, it's, snuff. Yeah. Snuff films? Yes. Yes. Films. Yes. Yeah. That, no, that's yeah. exactly what it's turning into. Um, there are still good horror movies being made. I'm a big fan of psychological thrillers, not so much jump scares. But there's a lot of gore and everything to the point where, like, I think I mentioned this to you maybe in, like, uh, some of my, like, uh, criminal justice classes I had to take. We'd watch, like, um, videos of decapitations and everything. And I think the entire class was like, that's it. Like, I was expecting more. Because they're, they're, they're numb to it. That's that's exactly, and that's kind of that's, that's really telling. I think that's very telling of where we stand as a society. Where like actual footage, it's like knowing it's real is like, ugh, ugh, it's kind of scary. But the actual scene of it does not frighten you because you've seen ten times worse on a Netflix special. You know well, what I mean? Not even, not even just Netflix, but our generation grew up in a time where like, and nine eleven was horrible. But oh, ooh, yeah, exactly. Um, do you remember watching those beheading videos in like middle school? Mm-hmm. Like where yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad saying, "Don't watch them," but of course, curious children are gonna they're gonna watch it, right? Mm-hmm. And we all grew up watching that stuff. Like, oh, but just talking to you about this when you when you came to see me, exactly. Um, we were talking about like Mr. Hands and like yeah. the sandbox and that don't, dude with a glass jar. Like just, all of that was being passed around, like it was like a funny thing and i look yeah. i remember at the time i was like what is going on like this is not okay and now as a 30 year old i'm still like what is going on why did i ever have access to that what the fuck it was, it was so bad we, we as a society i think as a generation we became so numb to that that as we grew up our movies just like oh well you know we were exposed to this so how can we make it worse so you end yeah. up with crazy contraptions in saw where they're like ripping people apart in like a certain amount of time, if they don't do this or the, the the OG where you have to like cut his own foot off, but um, yeah, I think people try to one up the like the shock factor, and it just it got to a point where it's like it's literally just gore now, um, and there's no real scare tactic behind it. Yeah, so. it's for me at least. So it, it's just the original horror movies, y'all. They were they were they were the chef's kiss. They were fantastic. I like original oh, yeah. horror, but I also like a lot of like the. Um, I'm trying to think of some movies. Um, like I said, like psychological thrillers, like the number twenty three fucked me oh, up. Good. I like that uh, one. I see um, that's different. Psychological thrillers is different. I think now, like that, to me, that is that's some good stuff. I mm-hmm. like that. Stuff. I could do that. I could do psychological. Even thrillers. like Hereditary, I thought was amazing. I, that was one of those movies where I could watch multiple times and catch something different every time. Which one was that uh, one? Um, do you remember the little girl that lost her head because the brother was driving somewhere? <laughs> mom loses it. Um, turns out, like, her, Wait, her mom... Hold on. Wait, hold on. How does the little girl lose her head? Wait, what? Okay. The mom loses the head? Uh, wait. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> um, so, when her mentally ill mother passes away, Annie, played by Tony Collette, her husband... And son and daughter all mourn her. They go to their her funeral, whatever. It turns out her mom was involved in like some deep cult shit, and uh, 
they summoned who do they summon I'm, oh, I'm sorry I'm, I'm trying to remember I don't remember the name of like the demon king there was a demon king Haman they summoned payment and he's supposed to come back he was supposed to come back through like her firstborn but the firstborn was didn't cut it or like was a son it was supposed to be I don't know what happened so when her second was born um it went through her so she ended up dying this horrific death mom couldn't get over it tried to summon her back through people she met whatever it's 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 a really fucking scary movie dude it was that was one of the first ones in a long time that fucked me up I'm, I made Genesis watch it with all the lights off with me, and I was, like, excited to watch her reactions. It was one of those movies. You're horrible. Ah, she's old. She's 20 now. She's fine. Shut up. That hurts my soul. I remember in diapers. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what's the name of the other one? Same director or the director of the other one? I'm drawing a blank. We'll, we'll come back to that, but, but yeah, so hereditary, um, possession, child, child possession. I, I, it's really hard for me to do that because of Troy. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> it well, seems like the kid was dead and then like the son gets, but the son's like an older teenager. So he's practically an adult. So it should be a little bit easier. You know what I mean? But I get it. Um, anyway, we went way <laughs> off topic. <laughs> well, it, that's, that's, you know, the whole purpose behind being part of Cheese Oscura. Like, the story itself about the Idol of the Dolls is a very short one, but there's a lot of segues to different things that could be an inspiration from something like this. Yeah. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about, as far as Hollywood goes, was a Child's Play. Uh, y yes! Hello! How do we miss that? <laughs> so, like, Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, all those movies played, like, a vital role in that uh, culture, right? That All oh, of our, I think sure. Yeah, As everyone. Kid, I I just remember thinking like I don't want a doll anymore. Like I don't want. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like the Chucky movie. Like it. It. I guess when I was really young, it scared me. But as it, as an older little kid, I don't know if that makes sense. And I was like six. It would come on, and uh, I was just annoyed by it. Like I did. I, the doll annoyed the shit out of me. I was always like, why can't someone just like behead it and throw it in the trash? It's plastic. Like. <laughs> And they've done that like multiple times with like they burn him or they melt him or like they, they do something to fuck him up. Um, I know, but that was just my Virgo at a very young age coming through. Like, no. <laughs> You're like, no, this is not, this is not, no. Mm -hmm. But as, as far as this, I mean, <laughs> they had a really interesting like way of putting the serial killer into a doll and it, it becoming a thing. But honestly, out of all of those movies, The Bride of Chucky was just... Fantastic. Oh, that was an amazing movie. Oh, it was Jennifer, fantastic. Jennifer Tilly and anything is amazing. It was um, just great. Like the, the humor behind it. Like, okay, I understand. This is a horror film. Like the the 1988 Child's Play. It honestly, as a kid, freaked me the fuck out. I don't care what anyone says. Again, horror. <laughs> I was scarred as a child, y'all. But the Bride of Chucky. This it's. I I wouldn't even say it's considered horror at that point. I would say it's like borderline comedy. Um, mm -hmm. It was just really good, and the seed of Chucky was just even worse. That was just <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, so man. I've never, I haven't seen any of the other Chucky movies because apparently there was a, the Curse of Chucky, the Cult of Chucky, and they re-released Child's Play in 2019. I didn't see that one. So it, oh, oh, is my dog going crazy? I'm sorry. Um, 
aren't they doing like another Netflix special like with everyone? Like the original voice for Chucky, Jennifer. I know Jennifer Tilly's in it. I followed her on Instagram, and I can't remember. My phone's charging. Oh my gosh! I can't see my face, but I'm so excited for this. Um, yeah. If that's the case, I really hope that is the case. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. Let me see. Because if that's, let me see. Chucky remake Netflix. Yeah, I want to. I want to say they're doing it. I don't. So, because all I'm drawing is is child's play. Interesting. Oh, we'll look up. We'll look that up a little more in, on the next episode. Maybe we'll we'll touch base and update y'all on if that's going down, which I hope it is. Because I mean, that'd be freaking fantastic. Um. So, aside from that, I also wanted to touch base on. I did. I did manage to see a psychological thriller. Wasn't really horror per se. It was it was more psychological. Um, it was more investigative, if anything. Which one? Clickbait. Oh, you were telling me about that one. It's really good. It's really good. And it, it plays in part with the whole snuff thing. Um, so apparently this guy ends up getting kidnapped and his video is seen, you know, on the internet. And if they reach, I believe it was 5 million views, something like that. Um, if they reach that many views that they were going to go ahead and kill this guy. Um, hmm. And then a second video had come out saying that he was a murderer and that was the whole purpose behind him being there. So the whole series goes, it revolves around his family and everybody who was involved with him and mm -hmm. their different perspectives as the, you know, the investigation is, is ongoing. And it was actually pretty, pretty interesting. Again, it was more like psychological, left a little mysteriousness to it, um, more investigative than anything else. So it was, it was actually a pretty good series. So I, I really... I recommend it if y'all are kind of true crime junkies. Uh, this is a good series to, you know, tickle the pickle. Yeah. I, I didn't check that out. I haven't. I binge watched um, Midnight Mass and it was good. My dad was just talking about that. Like on my way home, he was like, you need to watch it. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really good because it doesn't, it, ha it plays a lot on religion and like everything tied to it, right? Like all the... Mm -hmm hoopla that people have followed for centuries um and it, that's why it's scary there's a there's another element that makes it scary but it's like eh. and there are certain things they hold they hold back from saying and what people that have seen it they'll understand what it is once you watch it you're going to be like why don't they ever refer to it as this but there's a reason why because then it'll go into a different genre that's not what the director wanted i guess hmm, okay um, so it was re really really good but uh, I have to look into yeah. that. Then. It's October. It. It's October. We gotta it just it watch is. everything. Everything spooky. Spooky. I, I I need to get into the vibe, y'all. Again, um, I could watch cute stuff like uh the the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, that's that's oh me. <laughs> that's that's me. Night before Christmas. I'll, I'll watch that one or like the Scooby Doo specials. I'm on that too. I, like, I, never liked, I, do, I think I'm the only person I've ever met, minus maybe my brother. I never liked Scooby Doo. Blasphemous. I, I don't. Blasphemous. I don't know. Like it would come on, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I hate this cartoon." Like <laughs> Scooby Doo is the reason why I'm obsessed with true crime now. It really is. Think about not, it. Not not <laughs> me. Uh, Yours was literally unsolved mysteries, but for me, mine it's like, was probably unsolved mysteries or like Tales from the Crypt. That fucking oh, that show scared no. the fuck out of me. 
Dude, I, you have, I have a childhood memory that I cannot. Dude, that that laugh, that cackle, that the opening. I remember. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm gonna try and find the like the sound clip and like stitch it into this podcast because I remember it, it would come on and like my siblings were assholes or my even my dad he would like be like ah watch it I would hide my face in the pillow and they'd like take the pillow from me and I'd be screaming but I don't remember if it was Tales from the Crypt um but I, I remember and I shouldn't have been watching it because I was like itty bitty in this but I, I remember this episode uh, correct me if I'm wrong but they're like eating like gorilla brains or something or it might just be some like suppressed memory of like another movie I don't know, but I remember there being a gorilla in one of the, the episodes and like either the gorilla eating somebody's brain or them eating the gorilla's brain, something like that. Um, there, I don't know. There's a fucking part of one of the snuff films um, where like it shows you this restaurant that someone goes to in China and there's like a live monkey that they basically lock by its neck under the table and then they come up to it and they bash its fucking head in. Ooh. So it's screaming, but its brains are showing, and people are eating its brains while it's screaming. Like, maybe that's what I, I remembered. <laughs> probably. That's. I, I, I mean, that, that was one of the ones I saw that was horrific. Jeez, um, okay. I respect other people's cultures, and I know that was like a delicacy. I don't know if that's still practiced, um, so I'm not gonna say anything negative about that. But it scared the fuck out of me. I mean, <laughs> I, I would scare the shit out of. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously still emotionally scarred from that. <laughs> Yeah. I think that resembles brains freaks me out. It took me a long time to eat moyeja because as a kid, like that's all I could picture. I shit you not. It wasn't until like my like early adulthood that I was able to eat moyejas again. I believe <laughs> it. They are delicious though. Mm. They really are. And for those who are not aware of what moyeja is, it's a uh, sweet bread. Yeah, the northern yeah. folk call it sweet bread. It's yeah. the boil it, grill it. It's awesome. A little yeah. bit of lime, cilantro, mm. tortillas. Super good. I know. Okay, wait. So back to this doll island, because we weird way off. Um, Okay, but again, talking points, we're just updating everybody. It's it's cool, but yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So do you like a lot of people go here? Because yes, I'm gonna look that up. So it's like a like a really hot tourist spot. It is. It is a really hot tourist spot. And uh, you can basically just for 75 bucks, you get a round trip ticket from like Mexico City to the island. And you go check it out. Like there are so many visitors that head to this island um and they either try to leave a doll some have been reported trying taking dolls from the island which don't do that don't do that y'all bad juju is a thing i believe in bad juju don't 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 do that so who who takes care of the island now now that that guy's dead you know that is a good question i wonder if he had like a conservatorship or something like that let's see who takes care of the island of the dolls Let me see. Mexico's Island of the Dolls and 27 disturbing photos. <laughs> okay. Now y'all need to see these photos because it's it's a little it's a, it's a little much. Um, I think it's his nephew. That's what. There's a video Al Jazeera. I love them. Um, they interviewed his nephew, and it says he's now serving as caretaker of the island. There we go. So there we go. So, yeah, there's a there's that. Uh, his, his nephew has continued the legacy. Interesting. That's cool. I wonder. I wonder who keeps the money. That's a good question. 
Yeah. I don't know. I wonder I wonder if anyone of our listeners has ever been there. I mean, I would not be surprised. I'm surprised your brother hasn't been there. Because he's he, been to Mexico I, very often, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I gotta ask him. I don't think he's been there. Um, but I'll ask him. Hmm. That's crazy, dude. Okay, so dolls it an island of fucking spooky dolls i think it fits perfectly for october solid choice i think so it was it was something quick spooky allowed us to veer off into different other tangents that revolve around the spooky season um Mm -hmm. so we're going to be working on a halloween special um bringing together some some more cryptids some more spooky stuff maybe some halloween true crime stuff on your part though that'd be really Mm -hmm. cool yeah, yeah, I want to do something uh, special for Halloween because it's Halloween. It's 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 fun. Happens once a year. Why not? So I want to do some some um, Halloween specials related to true crime. Definitely. I think I also want to try like my hand at like a ghost story. I think both of us should. I think that'd be fun. Or just a scary story. It doesn't cool. have to be a ghost story. Like a scary story. Spooky stories. Sounds yeah, it'd be yeah. cool. And if you all want to. Um, chime in with like scary stories you all have know of have been told to you uh my dog has one apparently apparently he's eager, he he's eager to share uh, oh, <laughs> just reach you. out oh, include you. i know i like how you can tell it's him oh it's always <laughs> my problem child it's okay it's okay it's it's because i mean yeah it's it's broody it's he's just he's adorable he's a, he's an asshole but he's my asshole he's perfect I feel that about the damn cat. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Well, this has been a good episode, I think. A a nice little catch-up. Miss y'all. Hopefully uh, y'all enjoy this this little, uh, I guess, uh, update. Fun, fun, uh, spooky-themed episode. And we're going to make it a habit to record more. It was just, it's been insane the last couple months. So yeah. we have not forgotten about the podcast. We're not putting on the back burner. It's just we have priorities that we're kind of kicking our ass, both of us. So um, we are going to put out at least one more episode before the end of the month. Oh, um, for sure. Hopefully yeah. this time no like crazy smoke alarm situations or like Wi-Fi I'm, or internet Without outages. fail. Without fail every time. Like I had the damnedest time connecting to my Wi-Fi. I hadn't. I literally turned on my laptop. Before you sent me that email, and I was checking my uh, my email, my school email, whatever, nothing was happening. I tried to open that link you send me, what wasn't happening. Like, ah, it's, it's just how things happen. Yeah, it's 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 our it's it's every time that you know we're gonna record something, something <laughs> happens, never fails. All right, well, we'll see y'all later. Till the next time, y'all. Keep it spooky. Bye. Bye.